Yo, 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 yo. A&M podcast, baby. Baby. Wait, you gotta do the reverb because that's what you did last time. Yeah, A&M podcast, baby. It seems like more appropriate that way. Yes, I agree. Uh, what's up, everyone? It's your boys. Uh, Andre. <laughs> Miles, he said, "Your boys, what their first time listeners, you know, like true, yeah." So you're listening to the A&M podcast where we talk that mess, you know, talk that mess about culture and entertainment, among other things. So on this episode, uh, we're gonna talk about some stuff. Before we get into that stuff, how you been, Miles? I'm good, man. I had a long. I felt like a long two weeks. Two weeks. You had to travel, and then you came back, and then you had to travel again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How was Atlanta, by the way? It's nice. Um, you went there for record store day, right? I went there for record store day. I went there for smothered and covered. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Shout out work to crew. Work crew. I got to hang out with Thrice, Hourglass, Source One. Cool. They're all very nice fam, 100%. Yeah, Thrice seems like cool people. Thrice is the best. So. Have you? You didn't meet him yet? Um, I met him at, at Sazon. Yeah, he played at Sazon. Yes. Yeah, that was before you guys took out with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, Thrice is cool. He seemed like cool people. He's awesome, dude. And, um, yeah, I visited my mom and uh, played at Record Store Day. Record Store Day was dope. Yeah, I spent way too much money. Yeah, you you did. How much money did you spend? Because you sent me a lot. I no, spent, you you put it on Instagram. I did. I spent about 250 Yeah, I know. Bro, you, <laughs> you, t- you tell me. Yo, I did man, it for I the gotta, gold I trick. gotta spend I can't be spending money bro Yo I'm sorry Yo, bro I got paid This is broke bro I got paid and I was like I'm gonna support the culture But you, I feel like you have some of those already On like CD uh, I mean if anything The rough draft Jay Dilla joint mm-hmm. I mean granted the, the, It was Jay Dilla's mix So it's a little different And then the K Tronada thing I also bought too So I, it was a redundant purchase But you know, support the culture. I uh, I got a Jamiroquai oh, album. Nice. Is that the one right there? Yes. Traveling yes. Without Movement. Moving. Moving, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quite the album. And also, you'll love this. You know, uh, Johnny Guitar Watson? Did I want to say, is it David Banner? Oh, yeah. I, saw I have a David Banner album. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was like, I'm not buying this David Banner album. I didn't bro. buy it. I didn't buy it, but they were like, I got it for free because okay. I was spinning at Rickard Store. That's, that's a good move. David Banner. Yeah. I did not listen to it yet. I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, man, it's probably, I heard, actually, I've heard very good things about David Banner. I didn't even Banner know albums. David Banner was working on anything. Funny thing was, he was there. Oh, wow. At the record store. Yeah, yeah. He popped in. That's cool. Dropped off those records himself. That's cool. David Banner. Nice. But uh, yeah, record store day was up. And then, you know, you had some stuff going on while I was away too. You had uh, one event. Was it the birthday one? It was Arthur's. Oh, yeah. So the homie Arthur, also known as Ayla on Mm -hmm. the music scene. Ayla. Um, He he and his friends had like a birthday celebration at Cafe Zuli. Um, and it was pretty good. It was a really good set. I, I had a very good set. It looked like it had you guys had fun yeah. from just the stories. Yeah, stuff. it was it was a good time. So shout out to Arthur and everyone, Lena, Liz, and then also you were prepping for uh, no doubt radio. no doubt radio and friends, friends volume two. That was cool. Thanks to everyone who came out on Friday. That was a nice little shindig. I know we appeared late. I know Jamera and I, can't. but 
It was a nice little time. And then the next day was yours. Yeah, this is a long weekend. Yeah, we're gonna have this another one. This is what we're May. coming off. Yeah, this way we're. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a heads up on May twenty fifth. Uh, no doubt, radio's dropping seasons. Gonna have uh, myself, J Kaz, Ziodara, uh, Ayla. And K Pacpo coming all the way from Boston. Shouts out to him. Nice. And then the day after is uh vibe with us. And we're having Jim Diego G. Oh wow. And Native Son. Nice. I believe maybe. I don't want to drop the fourth name because I'm not sure on the roster who's yeah. playing yet. But right, cool. I know those right. three are the ones. But yeah, it was a crazy weekend. We got had street dreams too. Um, true shout out to street dreams but the music was very real so i I think that's why we really wanted to talk about music this week and there was a lot of music releases that happened this week as well so uh right around the time you left for atlanta um this thing happened (laughs) where uh this rapper What's his name? J. Cole put out an album. Oh, J. Cole. Yeah, so he gave everybody about like a week, week's notice, dropped the album on Monday. Well, he dropped the, the notice on Monday and then dropped it on 420. So um, the album is called KOD. The title can mean one of three things or all of them at the same time. It can either mean kids on drugs, king overdosed, or kill our demons. Did he say anything about what it would be? Or um, is that what I think he, I mean I think he's he's addressed that all of them are in play mm-hmm. because they all do play at some point in the album depending on like the subject matter of the song. Um they all they all uh, play. So um the album if you couldn't tell uh features subject matter regarding uh various addictions that we have as human beings including sex, money, drugs, social media, love, whatever it may be. So uh, that dropped. Uh, initial impressions? Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on that and say I like it as well. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, a again, J Cole's one of those cats who has the ability to do an album with no features and still go platinum. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and then, uh, like, that <laughs> was that's almost sounded like bitter. Like no, because he's still one of those cats that, well, that was just. Thinks he could just roam around Dreamsville. <laughs> that that was the joke though. Like J. Cole with double platinum with no features. And now it's like it became like an internet thing. People would be like, Yeah, but you didn't go platinum, platinum with, with no, no features. features. <laughs> I didn't know it was yeah, a thing. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Fair so enough. um once again he he has he's done very well uh for this album with no features. If you want to get technical, there is one feature on the album. It's Kill Edwards, but it's him if you pitch his voice down, apparently. So, and that was weird. People, he like put out a reference track on, um, he uh, put a reference track out on SoundCloud. Um, I think the song, I forget the the title of the song, but it was the title, Quick Reference or something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, people are just like, yeah, if you pitch this up, it's J. Cole singing. So um, <laughs> that's the only feature on the album if you want to get technical, and it's still J. Cole. So Wait, really? Yeah. Because I was looking at the track. I'm like, yo, but there's a guy who didn't kill Edward <laughs> on here. I'm like, and as you tell me this, I'm like, oh, all right. It's not It's not another human being. It is J. Cole. So he's going to do it again. He's going to go platinum with no features. <laughs> Just a, a prediction. You know, what, you know what I actually got mad about? Hmm. 
So this album came out and it's doing pretty well. But I also saw that Post Malone put out his album, I think like the, this past Friday, the 27th. He did? <laughs> I didn't exactly. know. Exactly. I didn't and know. And apparently it's already gone platinum because of the singles like Rockstar are on it. And something like that. Yeah. And That's they contribute stupid. to. Yeah. That's and I, stupid. yeah, I got hella bitter when I saw that too. I, was like, I don't like that. I hate when people put most of their singles already on the album that's coming out. And whatever I was reading, I think somebody said that when Drake drops Scorpion, it's probably going to be the same thing because God's plan's doing so well. And if nice for what's on there too, he's probably going to go platinum pretty quickly. That's whack. But at least announce it. Like these are going to be on the album. Yeah, like, well, I guess, yeah, when the rollout continues, we'll see if those are on the album. And I'm sure people knew that those songs would be on the Post Malone album. But. So KOD debuted at number one. Yeah, so it has the uh, U.S. record for most album streams in a day. Mm-hmm. And I think on Apple Music specifically, it was 64.5 million, just beating out Drake, who had like roughly six, 63.5. Excuse me. So J. Cole had 64.5 million. Drake had roughly 63.5 million streams in a day um j cole also has the highest first day streams on spotify and and that's with 63.6 million streams um yeah his uh videos are doing pretty well too yeah so atm got the first visuals and it's sitting at like 20 mil views right now I oh believe. i haven't even checked the numbers on that yeah 20 mil and then and the more recent one that came out was for Kevin's Heart. Yeah. Starring uh, Kevin Hart. Yep. Which is an amazing video. Um, and uh, that has 9.5. Did you see both videos? You did? Yeah, yeah, I watched both of them. Um, what did you think of them? They're good. Both of them are directed by Scott Laser and J. Cole. J. Cole, you know, stepping into a, a new role now, which I like. I like when rappers get a little more hands-on. Yeah, multidimensional. Like yeah. ASAP Rocky started directing his videos early on. I like that. I've always been a fan of Tyler, the creator, because... He he started directing his videos early. Yeah, and you could really see it too. Yeah. Um, um Scott Laser though, uh he's like a resident filmmaker, I guess, for he, Yeah, I don't think that's like intentionally what it is, but he's just working with people he's yeah, friends with. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he's friends with either J. Cole but or something. The reason why I say that is because it seems that he does most of J. Cole's videos. Or or, or the Dream yeah, yeah. label. So yeah, he's done yeah. videos for Boss. Um, he's done videos for Ari Lennox, mm-hmm. J. Cole. Um, I think he did the tour video for Boss. He did like the he did a HBO documentary yeah, for the, J Cole. Yeah, too. the Four Your Eyes Only yes. HBO thing. But not even that. Uh, the one before that too, when he was coming out with uh, 2014. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. he's around. Yeah, he's yeah. Been, he's been working a, a lot with Cole. Um, the first video, ATM, reminded me of Give Me Some More by Busta Rhymes. Well, that's what funny you said that because that's where everybody seems to be yeah. saying. It has a lot of Missy Elliott and Busta Rhymes yeah, feels to it. And sure. that's good. But the message is kind of like, yeah, it's, it's interesting how he made something so colorful and vibrant. Like, this is actually kind of messed up. Yeah. What's going on in the video and stuff. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the song just more or less like tackles how people are obsessed with money and and making it and the 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 necessity to show that you have money when it doesn't answer all your problems mm-hmm. and the um second video that came out kevin's heart that is my favorite one of the two yeah yeah agreed like that so so basically in the video if you haven't seen it um 
the the video addresses Kevin Hart's in, infidelity scandal. So it's you know him after the news broke. So he goes to like the grocery store and people are like grilling him aggressively. He goes to the register at some point and there's like four older women just staring him down. Um, if you if you haven't seen the video, definitely watch it regardless. Yeah, but for sure. it's just. I have to I have to pull with a, a comment that I saw from the top comments because <laughs> it was just perfect. Because like I was thinking this too. First thought when I was watching, I was like, "What?" <laughs> top comment read, "I wonder how the conversation went when J Cole called Kevin Hart to make this video. <laughs> like, how do you even suggest? Hey, Kev, I made this track called Kevin's Heart. Listen, man, you've done some stuff. You've done some stuff. And I think, you know, you got a bad rep for it. Yeah. So let's kind of like. It, yeah. <laughs> it, basically, like, I mean, the song, I think the song's about two things specifically, but like, it's called Kevin's Heart. So yeah. he must be like, he'd be like, yo, Kev. So what you did, right, is perfect for my album. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about you, but not talk about you at the same time. <laughs> Alright <laughs> I, I guess yeah, but, yeah man Okay yeah yeah <laughs> But allowing I, I guess It's a cool thing To see Kevin well, Do that's, that that's too big, That's big on Kevin Because you're stepping In front of that Yeah That Which he already did Yeah like he's owned up to Yeah it, that's so. That's been pushed off To the side Like he's Everyone's moved on And there's a large community That hasn't Obviously and they still like Yeah I mean you know You, you, you cheated on your wife it's it's a terrible thing to do in America. Pregnant wife. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You cheated on your pregnant wife. Come on, man. You should, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's Come it. on, man. Just, you know what you did. <laughs> Why'd you do it? But I, I think, like I said, I think it's cool that he um, stepped forward and he did it. It was still a funny video. You, it still had Kevin Hart like written all over it. So yeah, toward the end, there's like a little scene in the middle of the video that uh, that uh, it's him. It's the bathroom scene. Yeah, the bathroom scene. Um, so one thing I want to bring up about J Cole. You mm-hmm. know, J Cole is one of the more polarizing figures in hip hop. I don't want to say polarizing, isn't like you either love him or you hate him. But J Cole has this big like weird thing surrounding him where like people love to hate on j cole or people love j cole like j cole had a very successful tour after both 2014 and for your eyes only um i think he did a live album after 2014 Mm -hmm. um but i mean people label j cole as boring corny self-righteous who who who, i mean it's just like do i gotta (laughs) <laughs> Who do I have to swing Who at? Who do I have to swing at? No, but I understand where they're coming from, I guess. J. Cole has this very everyman approach to him, and depending on how well you do it, it doesn't always fly. I saw here, I want to just compare it to something because I'm thinking about it now. Would you compare that onto the previous conversation on the last episode we had? Or not last, maybe two episodes ago. The Terry Crews, Will Smith conundrum, where you're like, you have that identity already where it's like... No, see, kind of. Only because I don't think there was like a solid idea about who J. Cole was early on. Or is currently still. Right, and yeah, and I think... I, I think his vibe has always been... Maybe it's altered. Yeah, he was always like that, that humble, like, college-educated, like, I'm going to get up in the rap game because yeah. that's, that's what I love and that's what I want to do. 
And like he was always like super eager and he's super earnest. Like everything he does is very genuine. Mm-hmm. So like him like trying to hustle up and meeting J. Cole in the street, giving him a CD and J. Cole's like, whatever. And now he's signed to J. I mean, Jay-Z's label. Like, you know, these are all, it's all like a very, it's a very good story. But like his rhymes are good, but they're not great. And the songs that he, he you know, chose, they're good, but they're not great. Like he had the hardest time getting out his debut album. Uh, he signed to J. Cole's, I mean, J. Cole, he signed to Jay-Z's label and then it took two years for the album to get out. Yeah. Like he did Born Sinner and it was still had some like pop flavor and still yeah. like some of the introspective stuff that he likes. And then, uh, you know, like, and he's very, he was very like aware of who he was kind of in the game at the moment and receptive, like really like, feeding off of what people thought of him. And that's why he made the track let let Nas down because he was like super upset because he's still like really wants to be a part of like the hip hop community but didn't really know how to go about it and then that's when you kind of see him disappear for a little bit and come back and then make these trio of albums where he's just doing them on his own time and I think that's one of the reasons I like J. Cole a lot right now because he like took a Beyonce stance and he's like he does no interviews unless unless they're organized by him and yeah he he doesn't engage in social media unless he's Unless he's ready for it. Like, he just got back on Twitter. <laughs> so, like, he's... But there's a few people that just got back yeah, we'll, on Twitter. We'll, we'll get back to him. We'll, we'll get to him. We'll get to him. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I see what you're saying, though. Um, he's yeah. very... Yeah, he's just very everyman. You yes. Know? Yeah, he's very stand-up guy. Yeah, like some he's of his... that stand-up rap guy. His, some of his bars are just like, whatever... They're not excellent, but, and I think a is lot of the review, you, this is all opinions to people. Yeah, don't, no, of course. Don't yell at that's, us. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's the thing about J. Cole. Everyone has an opinion on J. Cole. You're either at the, like, you're either at the concert, like, passing out because it's J. Cole. Oh my God, it's J. Cole. Or you're just, you know, like, on the street corner, just like, yo, what's, what's yo, you whatever. think he's going to bring out Kendrick? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny though. I didn't, I didn't finish the whole thing, but I was reading. So he did his first, like, big in-depth interview with, with, uh, Vulture. Okay. And apparently he started this album after going to a Jake, uh, Kendrick concert. He saw it and he saw like the the response to all of these like hit songs. And I think it was for the damn tour. And he was like, yo, I'm gonna, I want that again. Like making like album hits and having people wow. like, feed off that. He's like, yeah, I like, I'll have a taste of that. I'll go, I'll go back to that. And then he was going on vacation Anyway, and then he before he left, he got hit with this like ins- like burst of inspiration and made like three three songs in four days or something like that. Wow! Yeah, he made the album in two weeks. Okay, so like he oh okay, did okay. that went on vacation, finished the album, mixed the album, mastered the album the whole nine, and then I guess it was just sitting on it until he was ready to push it out. So um, you gotta respect that though. Yeah, and I think I think Cole Cole likes to only work when he's inspired. A and then B, um, have control of the whole narrative of what's happening. I think he definitely has control of the whole narrative with this album. Yeah, like he definitely that like, and I you know, and I and that's uh, my biggest difference in between like the surprise album release and this. This is still a surprise because people don't have a single to listen to. They don't have any sort of preparation or idea of what the album's going to sound like. I don't remember remember if ATM dropped before. Or after, I don't think we got any taste of the album. I think the only taste of the album no. was the reference track. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, and then so like you don't really know when what it it's dropped. Be it like. dropped. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And the same thing with Beyonce. Like we had no idea, and then she dropped, dropped the whole album dropped. that day. Yep. But 
you know, we, we we weren't ready for it. We had no preparation. We weren't prepared. We didn't have any like social media to but gauge off. Yeah, she's always been like that. Yeah, though. like she she very much has been like I'm controlling all of the narrative, so that you can't make any speculations. You know what my intent is. Uh, through through hundred percent. Um, sorry. The it's just a side conversation that I was thinking about when you said uh, speculations. I was talking to Lewis today. Yeah. On the phone about that with Infinity War. And I'll talk about that a little bit more, but like just how speculation can almost ruin a movie or a song or anything for you. Cause you're like, I heard it's gonna sound like this. I heard it's gonna be like this. Yeah. And, then and you- it's just nothing how you you pictured it. So it automatically taints the idea or the image that the person that was trying to come out with. A quick sidebar, you saw uh Infinity, Infinity War. War. I didn't. How did you like it? Uh, it, I will say it was, oh, I personally think it was the best installment they made yet okay, as cool. a movie because it was different. And I'll say out of all their movies, this one was, it is a unique movie. And once everybody sees it, I'm sure they'll understand why. We'll talk, uh, later, hopefully later in the week with yeah. special guest. You... But uh, about it, we'll have, like, spoiler. Yeah. The, that yeah. one's going to be filled with spoilers. The next so. episode we plan to have is is supposed to be in it. Talking about Infinity War and everything Marvel. Yeah, so so be ready to get spoiled for that. But that's next week. Yeah. So finishing this conversation. Yeah. Um, Speculation. I believe that it ruins a lot of stuff for people. So yeah, for sure. I like how his approach is. Yeah, I like that, like, weak rollout. Mm-hmm. Like, hey... I have something just straight up, yo. <laughs> Literally, yeah, like just tweet. Do you think he was like chilling and he was just like, <laughs> yeah, look, looks at phone. I got I'm gonna let him know. Out. I'm gonna <laughs> let him know. But okay, so or can we can we move along to the, the what, man? I have one, one more thing I want okay, to talk go about. For it. Um, actually, two more things I want to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so so the homie, nothing new, was on Twitter. Uh, I guess either around the time the album came out and he, and he tweeted the following. The depressed rapper thing was a cool way to open the door to speaking about mental health. But are we ever going to talk about taking progressive steps toward better mental health? Because it seems like it's just cool to rhyme depressed with flex and finesse. Do you agree? I mean, I don't think he was talking about this J. Cole album specifically, but it kind of opens up that kind of conversation like. All, you know, another thing in this album is like, you know, taking care of yourself and finding ways to organically, you know, feel better as opposed to taking these escapes via drugs, sex, money, uh, whatever. I, uh, that's a good tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to retweet it was, that. It was a good conversation to have. Yeah. And I, my immediate reaction, like my gut reaction was like, it, isn't it hard to talk about like, recovery or like taking those progressive steps when you're depressed the first person i thought about was logic's type of rap approach uh because yeah. he's very like well logic you yeah. could do it yeah you just gotta believe in yourself and your friends and everybody else yeah and i think logic's coming yeah. but we can still turn up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know and watching rapture like it's cool seeing him but uh to go back to the tweet i agree but i feel like it's also kind of difficult and 
to tell someone like I think coming from the, like how's your mindset gotta be to, to do that yeah, you know what I mean yeah, like, I, like every rapper has a rough time well has had a rough beginnings or like some sort of thing that has like inflicted them to do this specific thing and when they usually do their their history of songs and albums you can tell like okay they've been through some shit yeah I don't know what rapper would be like able to like positively put it out there except it's, for you know what's weird will this, smith <laughs> you know <laughs> this, this kind of relates to the 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 atlanta episode which one the i didn't see the, no the one with the the white face yes yeah okay like, that the whole premise of that guy's you know life was that like all great art comes through pain so like you see the way he was living in that mansion like he yeah. was completely deprived of a sunlight you know because of the disease whatever the case but like you know they're like him and his brother quote unquote have no source of happiness together one yeah. lives in a dungeon <laughs> this kid lives in like a museum of his father who tortured him as a child yeah. to, to make or produce great art so um that's that's a, that's a very weird th- and it's not weird but like a, a big part of hip-hop is like authenticity mm-hmm. so like if if you're gonna, that's true, and it's hard to talk about anything else other than like that lifestyle because, I mean, that's where a rap comes from. Yeah, and then b like it's, it's you, people want to see the real you when you rap. That's what I was about to say. You put your emotion into whatever project you do, or a song you make, or album, or anything, and that just reflects off of what you've already gone through. So I think it's it's hard for someone to, I guess, like twist and turn that to be positive or not positive like progressive well it, progressive and i yeah. think it takes a different type of rapper like that's yes, why ch- yeah, yeah. people love chance the rapper so much yes he has such like this that's a good point high energy young youthful energy chance is definitely someone that is doing an example of that i think and not only in his songs but in his uh daily life with everything that he does for fundraising in Chicago, the school right. system, the the city in general, right? He like he like exudes positivity. But would you count that? Is that was that it's, is that an example of someone that's being progressive with their? I mean, he's still not talking about like mental health. Mm-hmm. I think he's just talking about like the joy of life, and that's a little bit different. Like he's not coming from a dark place and saying, "Hey, look, life is beautiful." Although that's part of that's part of his stuff. And then he also. Um, you know, goes through depression. That's what acid rap is about. You know, yeah. he may acid rap after he like abused all of those kinds of drugs. And then I think after acid rap too, he was still in a kind of flunk. And then like, if I'm not mistaken, he went to, he went to the West coast, found he wasn't like being productive and then moved back to the East coast or back to Chicago because mm-hmm. he just felt like life was moving at that weird pace. And he just felt like he had to get into that mold either way though. Um, he, you still believe that this dude is, has this like genuine youthful energy and loves life to the fullest. Yeah, hundred percent. So, and, and then I think people don't question that about him too much. Um, but J Cole, J Cole's, you know, college educated kid left his, you know, semi rough town of Fayetteville, North Carolina. I believe it's North Carolina. Yeah, it is North Carolina. Right, thank you. And then, uh, and I think that's why there was such a big like argument against him early on. It's because people were like, who is this dude? You also went to college, like, like why are you trying to act like you also went to college, bro? <laughs> like it's a, like a double thing. Like I get you tough, but you went to college. Kind of. That's kind of the basis of some of the argument. But like, isn't that stupid that that's a stereotype that you have to be a thug just, ass dude? 
to well, be a rapper. It's just like this, like, um, respectability politics or, like, believability politics. Like, who are you in regards to the music you make? And, uh, you know, if you're not a hard dude trying to make hard music, obviously there's something wrong. Uh-huh. So, um... Don't you think that J. Cole's in his own genre of music, though? At this point, yes. Yeah, I was about to say. Like, after this album, I 100% think I think his last three albums are kind of, like... Well, not even, like... No, his, The last yeah, two. I'll say that. Last... Well, because I feel like three, he he made, like, 2014, like, yeah. on his own terms, and that's what was so great about it, for me, at least, and that's, like, in, in, in listening to it, but, like, he wasn't, you know, applying to any... Yeah. Media standard or, or, or industry standard, but the last two albums have been concept albums, more or less. Like, yeah, you're right. You're right um, yeah. Not two thousand. For your eyes only. I would agree. Yeah. yeah. Two thousand. Uh, not two thousand. I did it again. For it, your eyes only. Yes. And Kod are both like about specific topics. Yeah. You know, he reminds me of. Uh, I mean, I think in a less the person I'm going to bring up is more talented in my personal opinion, mm-hmm. but I think they've now reached an equal kind of place in their in their career arcs black milk i think black milk if you're familiar black milk was kind of very much like the protege to jay dilla because he was around all oh, that in like D- detroit like he was producing for slim village for a little bit and all wow. the nine and people were like yo it's the next jay dilla it's the next jay dilla and he was like i'm more than that so get off of my dick <laughs> And then, Your and then face. <laughs> I'm more than that. <laughs> and then, like his his last three albums have been like so unique and different from that early stuff that I think he's now becoming like a, a threat in his own right. And nice. I think J Cole's doing that himself his, too. Okay, yeah. Like, and I and I think J Cole is a very underrated. producer. Do you think too. that whole yo? That was the one thing I wanted to bring up. His producing is amazing. Like, uh, even watching the HBO specials that you see behind the scenes stuff of him producing that, yo, he's super talented in the way that he thinks about it and the way that he goes about mixing it and uh, mastering it and everything like that. Yeah, like, like he's not a traditionally trained musician, no. but he uh, he very much so is a an, an artist. I hate that term. Uh, can I'll say this though, because um, I had a conversation with Jamero about this. How do you feel? And we'll be quick, but uh, how do you feel? about a producer having to play an instrument because john had said he was like Like you know i want to it's cool that tom we were talking about tom mesh because geography i've just been listening to it that was another thing i picked up record store day but um tom mesh has the guitar wrist you just know it's a tom mesh song right just by the base of the how how it sounds but he can only do that riff or like that sound because he's a musician well like is is a producer any less of a musician because they don't have uh they're not mutu- musically educated um, in that sense or trained rather? I think it's a different mode of operating. Like, I think if you break it down to the essentials, you're still li- like looking for the musical elements that make something good. It's just. For, like a Tom Mish has a little bit more freedom because he can understand the interpolation between notes or the interpolation of notes and the relationship rather between notes and what they mean and what they suggest. So, um, but, but if you're just, if your mind's just kind of tuned that way where you think musically, you might be doing all these things subconsciously because you've just listened to music so much. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I think it helps too to expand what you're capable of doing if you can play an instrument, but if you're, you know, just like a, you know, bedroom producer doing what you do, 
that's fine too. It's right? just it's just like you know, and I think if I, I that's what I I touched on when we were talking about it. I basically said like you know uh, I'm looking at Monte Booker right. type deal. And he's even Sango. I'm I'm sure Sango may have some sort of bat musical background, but uh, these guys came like from SoundCloud, and like you know, it's not like musically like educated, going to college for it or anything like that, or practicing that instrument for their whole lives. But they managed to come up with some sort of rhythm or sound for their. And I think an interesting thing about Sango is that he hasn't like st- I don't I don't from what I gather. And this is me like loosely pulling information uh, in regards to him. But mm-hmm. on Twitter, he had put something out, a tweet out saying like, yo, like we need to switch up the musical, like the, the drum patterns we use. Because, you know, a lot of people have been using like the Sango drum. <laughs> yeah. So and he like he like put out a tweet of just like very well-known drummers in the game. By the game, I mean like music in general, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, just various different artists and sounds um, and just in terms of like drum production and, and structuring songs that way. So like, he, you know, people producers study for sure, um, you know, places they want to go and sounds they want to explore, but um, they may not, you know, be as on point musically or just like knowing the music on paper. So it's a different thing. But uh, right. word. Um, yeah, I just wanted your opinion on that. No, for sure. For sure. Um, if you remember as part of, uh, J. Cole's rollout for, for your eyes only, he released a track, he released two tracks, which kind of relate weirdly enough to, to, to some of the things that happen on KOD. He released one track called false prophets. And, uh, when it dropped, a lot of people figured he was talking about Kanye West, um, and Kanye West's fall from grace. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the last time Kanye West was really active on social media was around 2016, 2017, you know, when and after his latest album or his last album, The Life of Pablo, came out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when when Kanye West goes on Twitter, it's either the celebration of a lifetime or it's really sus. Yeah. And lately it's been really sus. It's funny because I saw a tweet that someone said, like, Kanye only reactivates his Twitter to sell us stuff. <laughs> like, it, like it you know what? true, though. It is very true. Like, because his first tweet, he's been back recently, if you haven't known, guys. But yeah. his first tweet, because I was looking back to see, too, was... A St. Pablo tour shirt. He's like, yo, this is my favorite St. Pablo oh tour shirt. Oh, my God. And he didn't even put it like, as, it was just merchandise. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, a lot of his gram, I just feel like is. Yeah, uh, yeah. he's only active socially when he has something to put out. Yeah, and it's very Jaden Smith-esque type, like, Jaden Smith- left field, like, where did that come yeah, from? very just, like, stream of consciousness. It makes me think, like, is that how the conversation is at home? Like, like Probably. Hey, babe, do you want any, like, chicken or I'm anything? I'm the greatest of all time. Give me the greatest chicken of all time. <laughs> uh, I I don't. Are you free next week? I'm always free. I'm a free thinker. <laughs> like like what? Like that doesn't. Oh I don't God. get like his ambition to doing these tweets. And we'll we'll get to that in a second. But we're gonna yeah. jump into a musical break as we do on the show. Um, this time coming from the homie Sum Total of the In Plain Sight crew. Shout out to the Bronx. What up, dog? Uh, we're going to listen to the track, Oh, She Bad, off of watching basketball with the sound off. If you didn't know, Sum Total put out two instrumental projects, watching basketball with the sound off and Madison Snare Garden. 
watching basketball is supposed to be an upbeat, dancier vibe. Um, Snare Garden is supposed to be like that, 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 that low key, just hip hop instrumentals and stuff. But as Travis has a tendency to do, shout out Travis, you know, some total just throughout the government. It's okay though. He has a tendency to bring things up a little bit. So, so some Madison snare is low key, but then it, it, it brings the vibe up. So Weird. we're going to listen to Oshi bad. And then we'll be back on the A&M podcast, baby. Kanye, Jesus, the God. Jesus, yay. Um, so Kanye West is getting ready to uh, drop multiple projects on his good music label. Multiple projects. Including a solo project. Solo projects. And a project with Kid Cudi. Ha <laughs> ha, collabs. <laughs> uh, you have the, the dates. Yeah, yeah, those. he's, uh, so the Pusha T album comes out May 25th. That's the one that we should be expecting soon. Um, this is all based off of his Twitter. Yeah. So these aren't set in stone. This could just be publicity. Yeah. I feel like who's another person that said, isn't this like something like Frank Ocean? Like, Well, Frank Ocean, I think, is a way more. Uh, that was years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's still got a better social media game. Obviously, I, I love his social media game. Yeah. That's because he's a smart dude. He is a smart. Dude. So anything he says, it has layers to it. Meanwhile, this dude's like, I'm the greatest of all time. We'll talk about that. I want to be the Hughes Ford of this generation. I hate that tweet. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, so, okay. Pusha T, May 25th. Uh, Then we have Kanye's actual album, solo album, June 1st. Then he dropped a bomb on everybody, and he's coming out with an album and a group with Kid Cudi, June 8th, and it's titled Kid See Ghost. And that's the name of the group, apparently, and the album. And finally, 
he's got an album he's producing with Tiana Taylor. Well, he's not on the. I'm sure he might be. But I'm sure he'll produce a track yeah. or two. Uh, in an interview, um, Tiana Taylor said that it sounds like Polo Kanye. Ooh. Yeah. So. That was a bold statement when she said it, and I'm like, you sure? You know what? You know what? Despite despite his his media presence, Mm -hmm. he's still a good producer. Producer, he's incredible. He can sample like nobody's business. Um, he can manipulate any. He's good. Yeah. Um, he also apparently is producing Nas's next album. Yes. So we'll see that as well. So it's a it's looking like a strong summer. For Kanye West. Although Nas is now another man who is possibly falling from grace. Dude's getting old. Yeah, that. Let's just be frank. And then Khalees was like, yeah, we had a very violent relationship. Damn. Yeah, so I didn't read all the details about it, but he's, I mean, Bill Cosby's out. <laughs> you know. If you didn't know, Bill Cosby. Got convicted. Yep. So he he may spend the rest of his life in jail. Someone, I saw someone tweet. <laughs> Yo, Bill Cosby's actually about to die in jail. Rest in peace, Bill. <laughs> He's never going to see light again. It's very possible, Bill Cosby. No, it's was. definitely... He, how old is this man? He looks like he's about to pass out. I think he's, he's out. like 80-something. Yeah. He's about to spend 30 years... Well, 10 years for each count that he was convicted of. So he's got three counts, and that's 30 years. So he, if if it plays out as straight as that, he's going to jail for the rest of his life. Unless Bill Cosby is superhuman, which I doubt because he looked like he's about to fall apart trying to go to the uh, the court appearances. So Cosby's out. <laughs> um, Kanye uh, West is Kanye West is falling from grace in a lot of people's eyes right now. Um, now Nas catching some flack. Well, well, go just, ahead. Justifiably, uh, like, what, do you have any examples of of, of Kanye? Or, yeah, or, I know uh, he's oh. having a lot of stuff. So, with Trump, so but. the biggest thing right now, yeah, mm-hmm. is uh, Kanye West has tweeted his support for Trump um, uh, recently and uh, a couple of other conservative pundits and uh, people are like, wow, do you know who you are anymore? Are you in the sunken place? Please get out. Um, Ironically, took a picture of a hallway and said, is this the sunken place? <laughs> yeah, he's, Kanye. he's so, so weird. But, but uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Um, Ebro, uh, Hot 97 Ebro in the morning. Mm-hmm. He uh, he like called Kanye out, and I think shout out to Ebro and Peter Rosenberg because I think they have, they have a tendency to to call call people out and then call him out specifically. Yeah. Um, because I think I think Rosenberg did it when Life of Pablo came out. Yes, he did. He was like, "What's your deal?" I remember seeing a video on it, and then uh, Ebro did the same thing because he like saw that he was doing all this crazy stuff on Twitter. And he's like, you're doing this because you have an album coming out. And then like Kanye hit Ebro up on Instagram and they like had a conversation Mm -hmm. and Ebro wasn't really sold on him because he's just like, I just want to have free thought. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be inhibited in any way. And I just want to spend peace and love. And (laughs) Ebro's like, you realize you can't do that when you support someone who like fundamentally <laughs> like fueled this campaign off of like bigotry and hatred and misogyny. So you got to figure out your message, dog. Well, and, 
Go ahead, yeah. And on the the next day, apparently on on Ebro in the morning, Kanye West calls in, and amongst other things, tells Ebro he loves him on multiple occasions. Oh wait a second! Yeah. I remember this. I re- I was driving and I was listening to. It. He's like, "I love you, man." He's so weird. But all right, so what's uh? <laughs> I I you know it's so funny you said that because I I didn't know what I was listening to when I was driving. <laughs> it was that awkward. I was like, who are they on the phone with? This is some drunk dude that's on the phone with. Who let these people like scream? It? It's just just want to say I love you, man. All right, man. Yo, when we gonna get that fire in the studio, bro? I love you, dude. <laughs> Uh, like, like, all right. He's Kanye West enters or has he has it's just, this is already established. He has a massive ego, but he's been so obsessed recently with trying to be like the thing of his generation. Mm-hmm. So and it, and as a result, Kanye West is moving moving further away from his original fan base and who he represented in his like first three albums: late registration. Um, College dropout, yeah, and graduation, not in that order, obviously. Um, but that Kanye West, that's Polo Kanye West, is is dead essentially. Wow, we well, missed the old Kanye. Um, and yeah, now, and ironically. now, likely, I mean, eight oh one heartbreaks doesn't count. Um, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy doesn't really count in terms of this narrative. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy is great because it like counts as like this point where he's like, I know who I am. Like that's when he took the supervillain role. And like pl- made an album out yeah. of it. And he's he, like, I'm back and better than ever. And yeah. y'all still hate me, but y'all still love me. Yeah. And I think that's that's what could happen on this album. I feel like that's ha- what happens on every album every. since St. Pablo came out. Because St. Pablo came out, I was like, fucking Kanye. <laughs> this shit bumps. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yeah, people were just like, oh, it's Kanye. Because that's when he was on Twitter and people but, were like, oh, it's Kanye. So it's funny that you said that he's getting flack from people because... Um, celebrities are still don't like him like you know people like 50 cent and snoop dogg which i don't even know if you can really clarify them as celebrities but snoop dogg uploaded a funny picture on instagram when he was going through that rant with trump supporting oh yeah so he just uploaded a picture black background words that said the evolution of jay-z and kanye show you how influential your wife can be your life <laughs> and i was like Yo. damn he put that out to everybody well you know it's funny like look at kanye west like past two high profile girlfriends amber yeah. rose yep. and kim kardashian so you can see what he values also kanye has been noted to be like an extreme sex addict really yeah he loves oh, yeah yeah he yeah loves uh, porn. what amber rose said some wild shit to um about him he oh, loves yeah. porn <laughs> Yo, all right. For the listener, <laughs> for the listener, Kanye West loves porn. I'm I'm across the table from Andre, and he's just really like Yo. locking eyes with him. Yo, locking eyes. <laughs> he loves porn. <laughs> Kanye West loves porn. That's the title of this video. Kanye West loves porn. If you don't click that, <laughs> if you don't click that. Oh my god. And goodness. then you look at Jay Z and his Beyonce and he's just like that's that's wifey, you know, she gonna handle hers, I'm gonna handle mine. And then he handled his too much and then she's like, I know about you. And then Solange is like, I'm gonna throw you in this elevator because I hate you so much because I know you ain't you ain't nothing. 
And he's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. Let me make this album. <laughs> Damn. It's the, it's the rock. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a nervous laugh. Oh, no, Jay. They're uh, both not good. They're both evil villains. No, Jay-Z is not. You don't think Jay- so? You think no. he's nice? Jay-Z is no Yo, villain. women don't like him. Because he's ugly. No. He's ugly. He cheated on her clearly uh, well, millions of times. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> you know why? Because because it's because Beyonce is Beyonce. Like, how are you going to cheat on, like, one of the... The ever, one of the women. You in, know what? I'm going to say, what What if it is... Be, what's something wrong with Beyonce? What if there's something wrong with Beyonce? You're about to get slapped by everybody. Yo, you ever see that SNL video? It's like, yo, I don't listen to her music. <laughs> and then they... You never seen this skit? Uh, We're going to watch this after. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's a huge... that. See, that's funny that I say that because there's a huge, whole community like uh, Miles is shunned. And I will never hear any sort of opinion he has to say. Like, all right, prime example. I like Beyonce. Okay, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm I'm on on this train with you. Mm-hmm. I had not listened to a Beyonce album before Beyonce dropped. Dude, I haven't listened to a Beyonce album. <laughs> like, I hear her hits. That's it. Well, I mean, that's what. Do you buy? Do you listen to the full album of a I mean, Beyonce? When album? the 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 surprise album Beyonce, Beyonce came out, okay. I listened to that front. That's true because that was a bomb. That album. That was a one. bomb album. But I mean, I have like Lemonade. I didn't listen to Lemonade as I much. I didn't listen to Lemonade at I, all. I listened to it, but I wasn't nearly as, as thrilled for some reason. It just didn't hit me as as much as Beyonce did. And I heard the visual album was really good, and I still didn't really check it out because Same. like. And shout out to Cass because she told me to check it out. So I'm sorry, yeah. Cass. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to make sure we talk about it yeah, next week. Yeah, but uh, sure. yeah, um, just, I don't know. I feel like all four of them are dangerous, not fun people. And they control America with their social media. That is Jay-Z, Beyonce, and Kanye, and Kim. Well, I don't think Jay-Z has like a massive social media presence. You're wrong. It's really? on Beyonce's. Oh, well, I mean, but even so, that's like super curated. They don't do yeah, things unless Yeah, that it's is like, super curated, but he still has a presence without being there. You still know Jay-Z. He hasn't done anything. You still know him. He's like the ugliest man in America who got the hottest chick in the world. He has the hottest chick in the game wearing his chain, even after infidelity. That's love. That's why. That's why people love them so much. Because of no, that, I think people love them because Beyonce has enough clout that she can carry anybody. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Um, I'm gonna shout out the Still Processing podcast over at the New York Times because they did a very cool, in depth analysis of what Beychella meant, and not uh, because she's like the first African American woman to headline Coachella, but the nuances with throughout the whole. Um, performance and what it meant and if you really like Beyonce you should really listen to that episode of Still Processing okay. also I don't just, just I, listen, I to, listen to it listen to Still listen. Processing anyway kind of one of the, the the podcasts I go to to find inspiration and it's, it's a lot of what I want to do with this thing but we're funny I'm not saying they're not funny. <laughs> he, said, he said, we're funny, though. Don't worry. Um, no, I feel you, though. I understand what you're saying. To Kanye West, that man is crazy. <laughs> that's, that's literally, it's like, 
it's uh, we're in a weird spot. Like how do how, what what how do we deal with Kanye West in 2018? After? I'll tell you how. We can't. We just go. He's at that level. Well, here, yeah, I think he's one of those people where he is so problematic as a human being that we don't know what to do until the music drops. Yo, that's so sad. That statement alone is sad to hear. He's so problematic as a human being. He, he, that we just have to wait. We talked about. <laughs> I think Miles and I talked about this before we 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 got together to do this. I said we're going to talk about Kanye West. And he goes, yeah, I've been doing some research, but I like I don't understand him. Like I don't know what he's doing. I said he's just doing too much because he wants to be everything and he can't be everything. No, he can't. He can't. He can't be the Ford Hughes. But you know Walt what? Disney. Of I this think it's generation. because he's loud about it. Yeah, like I mean, he's always had a big ass ego. <laughs> Yeah, it's like whoa. Just relax, dude. <laughs> just do you. But I wonder if that's how he is in person. Apparently, dude. Like, yeah. Uh, so I forgot who tells this story. It's either Dave Chappelle. Well, Dave Chappelle told the story about uh, Kanye on on I think Fallon, which is really funny. But I think uh, there's like Dave Chappelle, Talib Kweli, mm-hmm. Most Def, uh, Kanye West. Maybe even Jay. We're all in a room, and then I think they're listening to Jay Z's album. I think the Black album, okay, which he'd had some production on. And then Jay Z says, "Kanye, you crazy for this one?" And he says, "Stop the record. Stop the record." They run the record back so we could hear that again. Think <laughs> I play it? No, no, I'm not. Yo, this is the man who run that back. We didn't even start the track. <laughs> This is a man who went, I think, went to the Apple office and did a did like a mini performance standing on a table. Kanye West is crazy. <laughs> but he believes in himself so much that he named the album Yeezus. Come on, son. But you still listen. Yes, I do. <laughs> I am I'm guilty. And you're still going to play it. You're going to find I played one track it on, Friday, on the album. Dude. You're gonna I said, is this problematic if I play this song? And then I played Famous. Oh, no. You did play Famous. That's I made right. that Famous. Uh, no. He, uh, uh, by the way, he released a track with T.I. recently. Yo, yeah. Did glad, you listen to it? Very glad you brought that up. Yeah. yeah. Literally just a debate. That out that song, Yay versus the People, yeah. featuring T.I. as Star- the people. Starring T.I. as the people. I <laughs> Dude. Man, I gotta love, I gotta respect a good title. You know what's crazy though? Yeah. If this is the kind of stuff we're gonna get, granted, the track itself is weird, but I don't know what this means it is for a weird how track. how we see Kanye West because if he's so painfully aware that he's the villain, which I think he has always, but if he's so aware where he can make a track like that and still have the conversation be around him and how crazy he is I, this album might be good just but just off of that i mean he released that other track i think still lifting or whatever that track was and that that's a weird thing yeah and then the i'll say this on the remix the also. two tracks that in this one included that uh have come out recently with him i haven't been a fan of but I mean, they there's no like they don't they don't go exactly i don't think it's like a uh collection of things that i think they're just stuff that he just put out no nah, just I, to put out some, charlemagne charlemagne uh-huh. from the breakfast club yeah or wherever he's on now but he said that in like this out he said he's talking about like real things on this yeah, album. Yeah, yeah so like that's 
that's a real thing. That's I true. mean, so I'm curious if that's like part of the content of the album. I don't know. Or if that's just like a, a thing that they did really recently. Because that sounds like... It sounded really recent. Yeah, it sounded it, like you... Like, it sounded like they did it like two days ago, and it was like a, a garbage beat, and he was like, yo, I just don't want to hear anybody talk dude, right now. That tr- it sounded like that track could have been hot. That's what... <laughs> it did sound like that track. Because it still has like... But what it's weird rap. It's a, it's them going back and forth. The flow yeah, yeah, is weird yeah, too. Yeah. Like Ti, I think rides it a little bit better. But Kanye just you know it's like um, how about this? Da, da, da. How, how about I do this and I say this and I'm doing this? Oh, one of the biggest things I wanted to talk about in regards to that song, Kanye West like likes to appro- reappropriate things, and not in the negative way where you like you you like you take like the swastika and turn mm-hmm. it into the swastika. I forgot what the actual symbol was before it became the swastika, but. Like during the Yeezus tour, he like tried to take the whole like hard rock thing and flip all of that, that, that style of yeah. merchandise, which has now become like a very just it's regular its own thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Same Pablo. Um, no, before Pablo's oh, Yeezus. Like, Yeezus. Oh, sorry, had, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. How he had all the, like the, the, like the Metallica like mm-hmm. style stuff. Yes. And then he was waving around the Confederate flag and saying like, yeah, like this is, this is ours now. Cause, cause I did it. So he's he's very obsessed with like <laughs> yo. You don't like him. It sounds like no, I do. I like okay. He's a hard dude to like. Like right? yeah, it's a little ridiculous. Like Kanye West. Like we grew up with Kanye West. Like Kanye West. This was, isn't a Kanye West I'm used to right now. This Kanye West was very much the people at one point. Like yes. like the song yeah. suggests. I got to testify. Yeah, dude. Like, the, yeah, like yeah. That touch the, the sky. Yeah. Like, how do you listen to that thing? Yeah. Like oh, like that's that's a great message. But is it okay? Dude, now, do you song. think it's now? Do you think it's because of the social medias that we have that we are more exposed to how his personality is? Because like maybe this is always how he's been. It's just it's just weird because or at least in this very specific example, mm-hmm. like Kanye West is not speaking for his fan base anymore. Like the Taylor Swift thing, as controversial as it was, everyone in his camp thought that. Beyonce had the best music video of all time. That's true. When he went on, did the Hurricane Katrina like yeah. broadcast and said George Bush doesn't care about black people? Like everyone was like, "Yes, we agree with you." This cleanup has been yeah. garbage. Like, yes, yes, yeah. So yeah. I can't imagine George Bush liking black people. Yeah. He was right. Like Kanye West is the the son of a Black Panther, and and I believe his mom was a a teacher. I can't remember. Um, also another thing I have to bring up in relation to Donda West, but like he, he, he was, you know, very similar to J. Cole in that he was like this pretty, pretty, well, not well off, but middle-class kid mm. went to college, mm. dropped out of college and then made his way. J. Cole just graduated and, or did he, I don't think, I don't think J. Cole graduated, but I think he got like an honorary degree from, Huh. I have to check that. Anyway, like they're both very similar people, you know. They still have rough backgrounds, and you know, came from the city, so yeah, or they can you know came from an area that's whatever, and you know they still had that you know real aspect to them, and and then you know they both made their way and become respectable people. And Kanye West for a long time was talking about you know topics that his fan base could understand, black people can understand, people of color can understand, even on Yeezus. Even on Yeezus, like New Slaves, Black Skinhead, like a little, as a little left as they were in their in their execution, like it still made sense, you know, like like New Slaves, like people 
love commercial stuff, and that's yeah. why we're slave to that stuff. Yeah. Now, he's like, I love, literally love the opponent of everything that I stand for, essentially. He and likes being the enemy. I mean, I think that is a, a thing that he does enjoy. Like, he, he likes attention, and... If he has to fight for something, he's okay with it. Yeah. So he's fighting. I think he's used to fighting at this He point. likes this idea of fighting for like free thinking and free creativity because everyone needs to be free Yay and happy. versus the people. Yeah. And now the album cover that he plans to put out on this, this album is a picture of the plastic surgeon that did his mom's surgery. Oh, yeah. I read that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's like trying to be like positive and try to get past that and just promote like love and, and compassion. But that's an extra petty move. That's a bold move. Honestly, That's petty, bro. You're literally going to put the face of the dude that killed your mom essentially on an album. Are and they pretend- still alive? Or, or who is still alive? The surgeon. The that- sur- yeah. The surgeon's still around. I don't know if he got like convicted or whatever or, or whatever, but he's, he's alive and you're going to put his face on an album where everyone is going to see this dude, like that's petty, that's uber petty. So, what? Kanye was, oh, man. I know, man. Like he's the reason a lot it's of a people, headache. That's lot, why I really ignore him. I really don't really get involved in anything and, of what he. But this seemed appropriate because you know he's popular right now. Yeah, and it's it's just like Kanye West is the reason a lot of people started doing what they do. Kanye West, a lot of people, you know. Was was in the high school? Uh, it was I forgot what the line was. They got the dropout Cuba kids in the school, or something like that. Yeah, one of his songs. Um, yeah, I think it's on Champion. It's too. just I think it's a different Kanye that it, like I, our generation. Like Kanye West now is so far removed from his original fan base. Like he's making this ridiculous sneakers for like the culture, and the culture loves it. But it's also like these. You, super- saw, you saw them, right? No, all the new like camo, the, yeah, the, the he, sand he posts ones. a lot of pictures of uh, all this yeah. stuff. <laughs> I don't like. I mean, yeah, that that the new ones I don't like as much. But it, dude, I was not, at a wedding yeah. and so, some. <laughs> I was at my cousin's wedding and some dude was there rocking some Yeezys. And I'm like, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Um, but yeah, okay. So Kanye West, super problematic. Um. But this is going to be an ongoing conversation because we it, we have yet to see the rest of what's to happen. We those, don't those dates when those dates pop up, you know we're going to talk about it. We don't know what the work look like, yeah. what looks like. So yep. when the work comes out, we will see. Yep. Um. Yeah. So hit us up on Twitter, Instagram to talk about how you feel about Kanye West and any other questions or topics you want to discuss or you want to hear discussed. You let us know. Funny you say that. Yeah. I have to address one person. Nancy, I'm sorry we did not get to... White face. Not even the white face. Oh, it wasn't white face. You're right. No, she had a very specific argument that I did want to get to until these two things kind of came up and kind of flared like... We'll get there. Yeah. But so, Nancy, we... we I did think about it heavily that day when you tweeted. I did too, though. I think we talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> put, me in a, put me in a little weird headspace i was like damn she right though um so that's something we will discuss here. yeah we're working on hopefully getting this out yeah the ideas are we we're getting there guys yeah okay yeah we're trying you might to, see more of us yeah we'll leave, we'll leave it at that yeah um cool all right so we're, i think we're, we're over on time but uh hey, whatever, whatever. Yeah. listen we're gonna do wrap it up with uh you know music 
music and stuff you should watch. Yeah, I don't have a huge lift list. Same. I don't have a huge list. Same. It's actually just one thing, and I'm proud of myself for doing this. But I have a Crunchyroll account, and I've been watching some heavy anime. But there's one anime show that I finished today. I started it two weeks ago. There's 75 episodes, and I plowed through that shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, I plowed. I don't, I, there was episodes I skipped because not not even a lot. There was, like, maybe one or two because I was it was backstory stuff. I'm like, fuck this. Filler. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't even filler. It's just stuff that I was I didn't care about. It's just I knew somebody it. killed my mother, and now I'm, this is the way of no. Oh, nope, it wasn't nope. like that. No, I know what anime. I wouldn't. Even, I didn't even put that as a suggestion to watch because I was like, all right, I get it. It's a good one, but it's not. Wait, anime. what anime? I just make it a joke. What, what anime? Um, a race, the one that Taj recommended. Oh, I didn't even see that. See, that was just me guessing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> over there, baby. No, it's the first episode. It's okay. good. It's it's just so funny you said that. I was like, uh, what? You saw it? No. Um, the the thing to watch, guys. I know I don't watch anime, but this is a really good stepping stone into the culture. Again, it is called Karuko's Basketball, and it is a very dramatic take on basketball. In an anime, and just to give examples, they there's just everyone has a special ability. <laughs> like it's not even it's like a realistic special ability too. Ultimate crossover. All right, so there's a Ankles guy. Ankles broken. There's a guy. His, snap, snap. His name. <laughs> there's a there's my favorite character. He's a three point shooter. Now every three point shooter. Has glasses, ironically. In <laughs> like everyone that's dirty at shooting has horrible vision. So like, like it's insane. But there's just this dude that like he can shoot a three from any point on the court. This is Steph Curry. <laughs> but it's like dope how dramatic they make it. It's just like he's like, why'd he stop after throwing the ball in? And he's like, you didn't even realize that. Half court isn't my max. And he like <laughs> he lines up his shot and he makes it. And he's just he's like, I have full court capacity. And he makes the three. He makes all his shots. So that's just an example of one person that like oh of the cast. It's a great show though. It's a great Sounds show. Sounds like a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. The fact that I binged it in two weeks. I didn't watch anything else. That's the only thing I have on my list, guys, because it was that good. But Kruka's basketball. Um, apparently, J- Japan has a lot of like, Dude, ba- like sports anime. Sports anime is good. I it's just it's it's it has to do with friendship. It has to do competitiveness. I think I saw a trailer for like a ping pong anime that was either coming. Was out it or like either. super choppy? No, like, it oh. looked pretty smooth. Okay, okay. I don't remember Prince that. of Tennis is the only... Oh, ping pong, you said. Yeah, ping pong, ping pong. There's a ping pong anime. But regardless, Karuko's yeah. Basketball, go check it out. That's all on my what to watch. Also, go see Infinity War if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Before yeah. we talk about it on the before show. Before we spoil the hell out of it. Um, mm-hmm. Stuff to listen to. Um, I know that Janelle Monet's album came out, Dirty Computer. I gave it a listen, but I did not listen attentively. Pink like the. <laughs> Yo. I think I walked in to the music video playing, and I was like, "Did she say pink like 
the color of your and she doesn't even say it she just moves on well yeah the, the, the album is very very just uh, I want to say aggressive that's not the right word but she's very mm-hmm yeah the, yeah. Sec- the sexuality is very, very mm-hmm. prominent yes and, well the, the sexuality is very prominent you don't know me <laughs> well let me get to know you damn it <laughs> oh no oh god <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, but the sexuality is very prominent in this album. She's also come out as pansexual recently. Nice. So good for uh, her. Yeah, sexuality is a very big element in this album. Um, sexuality is a big element in 2018 uh, in life. And hey, you heard it first. The AMM podcast. <laughs> you did hear it. First, no, you did. <laughs> Get out. Go home. <laughs> um, but but I'm gonna uh, plug this once more. Yes. Some totals two projects: watching basketball, with sound off, and Madison Snare Garden. Both very good listens. Um, Forty-five tracks in total. You know, find a nice long drive, get some work done that you need to do. Put on Madison Snare. Put on watching basketball. Maybe we'll put on basketball if you want to do a little groove. Snare mm-hmm. if you want to get into some work. Word. And then um, one record that I I, I bought recently that's really good is by this jazz group from the UK called Sons of Comet. No, well, that's the name of the group. So the name of the group is Sons of Comet, and the album is called Your Queen is a Reptile. And every track is called My Queen Is, and then the name of uh, either an African, an African-American woman or a woman of color. And like the, the like looking at the album titles itself, the whole album feels like a class on like women's excellence that I've never taken and I want to like Angela like you listen to it already yeah the album that okay. was very good I'm gonna hear it that would be good. album's very good so, so like they have titles some of the titles like my queen is Harriet Tubman my queen is Angela Davis oh okay my queen okay, is okay. Mamie Phillips Clark gotcha. so like yeah like all of these very prominent women figures yeah women figures so um the album is good the album is good the album like, it jams okay I'll check it and, out and, and you know has those Super, super new wave jazz elements That's coming nice. out of the UK. The UK is very big on jazz right now. UK is good on everything. Yeah, they have a lot of strong jazz artists coming out there. So that's all I got for you guys on that front. All right. Well, hey, that's the show. Thank you for listening to the AM podcast. As always, we love talking that mess with you guys. Hey, do us a favor. Um, if you like the show, recommend it to a friend Mm. if you like the show go on uh go on itunes and give us a review nice yeah if you like the show hit us up on twitter and instagram talk about talk about some of the things you want to hear on the show yes like our homegirl nancy did yes feel free to tweet at us directly or more importantly at the actual twitter just because like you know we love people (laughs) and people love people I thought you were going to say people love us. I was no, about to say I don't want to be. people don't like us. <laughs> no. You know, so it's, it's all about interaction. It's, it's all 2018, about, yeah, baby. Yeah. Come on. Just talk to us. We'd love to talk to you guys. And yeah, yeah we're uh, going to keep doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 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 the man said, we're going to keep doing this. Once again, shout out to the homie Wes Wax for the theme music. Hey, hey. Anyway, yeah, uh, shouts out to Wes. Um, this has been the AM podcast. Uh, it's your boy, it's your boy, Dre. It's your boy, Miles. 
I wish I had a name shorter for <laughs> yo. Side note for the people in the back of the, the podcast. I wish I had a nickname for Miles, but there's no name shorter than Miles. Yeah, it's a it's like a it's a one syllable name. So, like Andres too. So Dre works conveniently. Miles. It it's just it's just a long name. It's whatever. And a podcast, baby. Till next week or whenever. Peace.